<laughs> to another not for nothing with your host Chris and Chris. Hey, <laughs> how are you? Uh, I'm happy. You know what? Why are you happy? Well, because mom's in town, but now her and uh, her John guy are uh, they're out John? Uh, touristing You're on the road. Mom's a hoe. <laughs> She brought her John on vacation. I, I accidentally said that years ago. I was, I was trying to, because they're not married. So I wasn't sure how to describe her partner, boyfriend guy uh, to some people. And I was like, and I kind of stumbled, I guess, on the word. So I was like, yeah, my mom and her, uh, well, John, you know, and I just said his name and I didn't realize I kind of referred to him as her John. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you did it again for the, yeah, well now it does. I kind of do, do that in just her now. John. Her <laughs> John. John. So she's not there. She's not here at the moment. They went site. They went touristing kind of things or something. Man, some board I really I wanted, to, wanted to. to get the inside scoop on the collarbone story. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. God damn it. How are we going to do this? How am I going to find well, out the we truth? Still talk about it. I know, but I really... She won't remember any more details than I will anyway. But will so she have a different version uh, of the story? No, it's pretty much the same just version of the okay. story. Okay. We're on the same page about it. Let's hear this child abuse in the 80s story. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> somehow packaged as an accident. Ready? Go. Okay. So I, I don't know how old I was. Um, Sounds might like have a been lie. six, might have been eight, somewhere around there. You don't know. How, rough it, rough it up. Kindergarten. Yeah, six or eight years old. I don't know. Okay. Somewhere in that area, I okay. think. I wasn't little, but I wasn't. I wasn't too big at that point. Yeah. We were out shopping. Uh, the whole family, my mom and dad, my brother and I. Okay. We were out like all day, like downtown Seattle, shopping at all the big department stores, yeah, and all those kinds of things. Bendles. Pendles. <laughs> you're, you're I don't right. even know what bon that is. Mar- bon Marche, that's a big one in Seattle. Yeah, the right? Bon Marche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a big one. Uh, Fredericks. Fredericks. Fredericks and Nelson. Of Hollywood. Uh, you yeah. buy some lingerie for your <laughs> mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice one-piece cat suit. Good. Yeah. And, uh, at some point towards the end of the day or midday or something, whatever we were, I think towards the end of our shopping excursion, we went to Nordstrom's. Okay. And Nordstrom's, uh, it was, you know, it's a Seattle based company. They had a big flagship store downtown. It was huge, like four five, six stories tall. I think I remember it. Yeah. And it's not there anymore. Nah, it's still there, but it's all kind of going away and stuff. It's junky. I've, I yeah. think it's yeah. downtown, right? Is that what you said? Right. It's ju- yeah. yeah. It's downtown. It's all junky yeah. and whatever. No one has big retail, those stores anymore. Anyway, yeah, they don't need them. Don't and uh, at one point we were buying some stuff there and, and back in those days, the department stores, they had like, you know, the, like it was sort of those big checkout counters and there was like a piano player in the lobby, you know, and there was, it was kind of, there was, there was, it was kind of, you kind of just went there to hang out. Right. And they it, had like a little bit of a food court, I think to even do. those times. Anyway, so we were there and we were checking out, my mom was buying some stuff and I followed her to the counter and I got tired. Okay. I was, I was exhausted. It was, it was a long day shopping. It's mind numbing, whatever. I got tired. So I, I sat down 
leaning against the counter as my mom's checking out and buying her the things, whatever she's buying. Okay. And somehow I'm, you know, I'm not, I've always been a pretty big kid. So, you know, I don't know how tall I was at that point, but I was still pretty tall, but my mom finished paying and somehow she took a step and she turned to her left, which is the direction I was sitting yeah. on the floor. This is gross. I don't like it. And she somehow stepped on my shoulder. Okay. On my collarbone. Ouch. Didn't know I was there. Yeah. We, she fell over on top of me and oh, over fuck. me. And then in, we, we also, because at that time you could also smoke in department stores and indoors. So there was one of those, you know, cylindrical trash uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, smoking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, right yeah. by the register. Great. Yeah. Right next to the register in the checkout counter. Ashtrays, those tall ashtrays. Uh-huh. And she fell over me, knocked into the ashtray canister and then into like a clothing rack. Holy shit. Yeah. This is and Urkel. We made this biggest, is Urkel levels. Yeah. We made the biggest commotion scene you could possibly imagine. <laughs> like the, literally the piano player guy stopped. No. Yeah. And, and people are, you know, were around, like stopped, you know, we're looking and everything and everybody all of a sudden, you know, the lady came up behind the counter and was like, Oh my God, are you okay? You Your know, mom must've like, been furious. I was furious, but also yeah. embarrassed. Of course, but that's part of it. That's what exactly. Yeah, yeah that's and I'm embarrassed, howling, crying because I'm. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I'm screaming and I'm crying because I'm in pain. Something yeah. hurts, right? Yeah. And my mom is. I think she's just trying to gather us and like not draw too much attention to us and trying to get out of there. She's like, "You're fine. You're fine. Just get up. Let's go. Let's go." And you know, she's telling everyone else like, "We're okay. We're fine. We're fine." God, that would never happen now. It would be like a whole thing. You would yeah. call the ambulance. The fucking store would get involved because of lawsuits. Right. Like it would be, there would it would be. That's crazy. Just a different yeah. time. So we we get up and she, I, you know I don't know whether she said I'm okay or asking me or telling me, but we we leave and and I think I'm still sort of crying, but I'm also like tired too. And so my mom I think just thought that you know like just need some air. Let's get him out of this department store. Let's get out of here. So we go, we go outside and we go up around the corner and there's like a little sitting park or something and some benches or whatnot. So we sat there and I'm still like kind of crying and in and, and pain. And I'm, I'm telling it like it's, I'm, I'm kind of in pain and something and something's not right. And she's like, you're okay. You're okay. Just, you know, just calm down. Just whatever the whole thing. Right. And stuff. And then she's like, well, I'm not finished shopping. No. So no. She's me, I think with my dad and my brother goes with her to finish I, maybe it was my brother. Wait, you still kept, did you didn't like go in the car and like cry on the like, bench seat. Something. No, it just left us there out in the open. Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. <laughs> were you doing so that like thing? another were you doing that hour, hour? You know, I, people, I think we're still there. When people fuck up their collarbone, they always like grab their other shoulder. Like it's the only thing that feels natural is to like the other way. You like, you like hold your, I've, I, like whenever you see like a football player, they always like grab their, the op, the opposite shoulder. Like they put, they elevate their arm in a weird way. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't really move my arm. I think I know. I remember it kind of hurt, you know, and stuff and, and whatever. Yeah. I feel like it, your arm hurts more than like your shoulder maybe. Um, and I was in pain though. I was in pain and my mom was like, you're, you're okay. I think you're fine. So they would, they finished shopping. They come back. We go home still not doing anything, but just thinking I'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, that's good parenting. That's right. it's totally good. That's parenting of the early eighties, yeah. you know, 
And what were they supposed to do? Take you to the hospital? What are they going to do? Put a cast on it? You're walking. You're alive. Pediatrician or the physician guy, you know, whatever they were back then. Uh, it wasn't until nighttime when I had to go to bed and I was still uncomfortable in, in feeling something painful and that tried to put my pajamas on and I couldn't raise my arm over my shoulder oh, in my head. And I started screaming in pain because my mom was trying to force my pajamas onto me. What kind of pajamas were they? Like underoo pajamas? Like yeah, like, probably something like that. Yeah. They weren't like buttoned up flannel pajamas. They were something I had to, you know, had to go over Those my head and my gross arms. Kid you know, pajamas. Yeah, I know what you was. Probably, some probably not fire retardant. Probably would have exploded the flames if I got too close to the fucking yeah, for sure. heater. And I'm at that point. I'm like, oh my god, mom, I'm in pain. You have to do something. Like this hurts. And she was finally like, oh, okay, maybe I'll call the doctor or something. Okay. Then we called the doctor. And I don't know if it was, it had to have been that night because I don't think I could have been able to sleep at all. We went and got checked out and I got x-rays or whatever. And it turned out, oh, hey, by the way, you know, all this happened. I have a broken collarbone. She totally stepped and crushed your collarbone. Maybe maybe, Maybe she broke it in the fall. Maybe in the fall. But... She couldn't have just like she literally that whatever it was the thing is like she literally she stepped directly on it though and I think whatever the doctor was like that's the only way it could have broke or something like that. It's pretty. Which is like for her so her for her to even do that though she still would have had to take like a giant two to three foot high step. Well, but I I've got a different opinion about how I have a feeling you were doing like a bullshit like I'm so tired like laying like a bum does. On his, with his back on the wall, where it's just like his shoulders and his head, but the yeah. rest of him is all laid out. Yeah. I have Maybe. a feeling you were doing that. You were doing that like, fuck this, I was tired. Kind of, yeah, totally. Yeah. You weren't just like resting upright, like reading a fucking Bible. Like you were doing the whole <laughs> lean into it, asshole kid move. I mean, it might have been an Athlon's like, you know, NBA preview magazine or something, but uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you maybe were, sporting news. Were, I don't know. You but were anyway, doing the, the bum lean. You were doing stepped the bum up. Lean. It broke my collar. She definitely did. Well, that's yeah. incredible. And then tried to like play it off like nothing. Did your mom? Like ever, I was fine. Did your mom or dad ever whoop you? Did you ever get a spanking or anything? No. Nope. Never hit. She never hit us. Never got spankings. We. She threatened us with a wooden spoon one time, and I think my brother and I both laughed at her because yeah. we knew that was an empty threat because she never would. She never done it before. Yeah, she just step on you when you're least expecting it. Yeah, she, yeah. So I think this was her payback. This yeah, was our ulterior motive. She squash you. This was pre-planned. She says she didn't see me there. I think that's crap because I was a bit, pretty big kid. I think she was just like, "Fuck this kid." Yeah, get the fuck up, white little bitch. I'm going but shopping. This went, is my time. And then you probably she probably did a little hard, and you were like, "Whoa!" And then she was like, "Whoa!" And then you fell into so the fucking cool. Christmas candies. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. crazy. And your dad the whole time was just like, he was. I don't know what he. I don't remember fucking, anything. Get out of my face. Yeah. Either way, whether he was supporting her or he was supporting me or whatever, he was kind of caught in the middle or something. And oh yeah. So what do they do for a collarbone? By the way, nothing. Uh, it's a sling. Oh, it's a sling. Yeah, yeah. There's no cast or anything, right? Yeah. So you just put it in one of those things, like you said, like where my left hand was basically like up towards my right shoulder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're almost gripping. You're almost gripping your right. That makes shoulder. you a cool kid the next day at school. Uh, I don't know if it was or not. I don't even remember how long I had to have the sling on and stuff. <laughs> you just uh, have I ever told the story of Adam Albert, <laughs> this kid in seventh grade? 
<laughs> he just reminded me. This poor fucking kid. Stop me if I told this story. I don't think you have. This motherfucker broke both of his wrists like in seventh grade. Oh my god! Like he did that move where you like you fall, but you like put both your arms down to brace yourself like backwards. So snap, snap, right? Broke both, oh. both, both those fucking things. What a poor bastard! I know, but it gets worse. This poor motherfucker. God, this is so brutal. So oh. he couldn't wear normal pants with a snap and a a fly because he couldn't get that shit undone. So he had to wear sweatpants oh, every day no. school. And d- dude, he got fucking depantsed. Oh no! Every day, for I mean, it must have been a nightmare for him to go to school. Like he would yeah. try to tie up that fucking drawstring, like until it took the circulation out of his waist, oh, and they would just break that shit, dude. It was brutal. I fucking Adam, fuck. That's the first thing I thought of when I thought of your little <laughs> arm cast. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I ever got pantsed. I was damn sure not wearing sweatpants. I don't think. Oh man, rest in peace, Adam yeah. Albert, wherever you are. Oh yeah, seriously. Wait, is he dead? No, nah, I don't know. Evan. Oh uh, Jesus Devin, Christ, I- dude! <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you were gonna be like, oh, I killed him. I mean, at this point in time, like it's probably thirty percent chance he's no longer with us, especially okay. after all those memories. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he got addicted to oxy because he broke both his wrists. I mean, Adam Albert was the kind of kid that was like, I can't get wet. My mom won't let me get wet. You know, like that kid. Like, you'd be like playing in the yard and he'd be like, My mom won't let me get wet. And you're like, Really? That's your mom won't. She told you that today. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't get wet. Like, moms don't say that shit. (laughs) They're too busy. You come home wet one more time. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Fucking fuck off, Adam Albert. I just, that's what I remember about him. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, well, your fucking mom, you can tell you told the story. I mean, I feel I side with her as a new parent. I mean, I definitely (laughs) I think I would be more sympathetic, but who knows? By eight, I might feel like stomping on Roscoe's shoulders, too. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I bet you're a pretty good kid. Kids are annoying, man. They They really are. They really are. Kids are annoying. Yeah. It's it's just a it's a fact of life. And all you can do is like. (laughs) Just get, do your best with them, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, well, that's a good story. Not quite on the level. I mean, the setup's nice. And the, and the fact that, I mean, I just didn't want to, like. I, I, yeah, there's not a big payoff to it. It's well, just as you're telling the story, I realized I don't want to know. Like, I can just hear the crunch. And I'm glad that there was a commotion. And it wasn't just like, and you were like, ow. And she was like, get up. Like, I'm glad there's like embarrassment. <laughs> yep, you <laughs> pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Be a real man. Don't embarrass me. Not like your At father. Nordstrom's. <laughs> Be more like your brother. <laughs> oh, Chris. Well, that's a good one. Um, because of that, my parents divorced 30 years later. No, I'm just kidding. 30 years? They waited a <laughs> no. while. No, I was like 25 when they divorced. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. That's Tell a, me. Did you see the right? Did you see that coming? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, for years and years. Yeah. Good on them. Good mm-hmm. on them for doing it. That makes me proud of them. They actually had a way better relationship after they divorced I think than that's, they did when they I think that's not uncommon. I think yeah. that it's a hard thing to do. To mm-hmm. realize that you have an irreconcilable marriage, mm-hmm. and to go ahead and do it as a—it's uh, nice they waited till you were out of the house. That's always the big. 
I, you know what? Up. I disagree. I told them they shouldn't have waited. They said they were waiting till I, we were out of high school. Yeah. Uh, and I said, that's complete bullshit to them. Yeah. And, and uh, said, you shouldn't have, because you guys were miserable for years and you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I mean, I'd say, oh, that's a talk. What's the I, difference at that point? That's a between talk like I could 16 and yeah. 17, 18 and 25. Uh, like at that point, we we're still old enough to sort of deal with this and, and know, of you know, the, the rights and wrongs of what's going on there. I agree with that. I, I think that, uh, Easier said than done. Plus, I think that um, I agree. I divorce yeah. is probably a... I don't ever want to do it. It seems expensive. <laughs> Listen, they were amicable. They, they, there was no lawyers. They, they were like, you take this. We're taking this. We're going to sell the house, split that, go our own ways. Um, and they still hung out with each other years later. Uh, my mom would still go and like, cause my dad was single the whole time and she would still go check on him and I like help him like kind of take care of him a little bit here and there. Wow. Um, they just realized, I think they didn't have to put up with each other's bullshits and they were much happier that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, at the end of the day, they could both go home <laughs> or wherever else and not with each other and constantly have to, so they could tolerate each other for a few hours a day and stuff when they saw each other. And it was nice. Once they knew the statute of limitations was up on that child abuse from cracking your fucking <laughs> collar, bro. They said, peace, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Chris. All right. Uh, That's a good story. Sports time. Sports time. Well, this is, I, have a, I have a question for you. This is, uh, it's, it sort of goes back. We had this conversation, I think, right, right around the peak of COVID when we had nothing to talk about. We were sort of coming up with things to chat about. But it's come, it's come to my attention. Someone I know and a listener of the podcast um, has very, uh, very, like, I don't know how to put it. Not negative, but just strong feelings, and de- and definitely not in favor of uh, a certain song uh, that <laughs> that has to do with sports. And the song is "Centerfield" by John Fogerty. Yeah, and, yeah. And I okay, okay. What what's your take on Centerfield? Don't like it. It sounds like. Yeah, I just I think it's kind of stupid. It's all it's overplayed too. I think you know, and it's sure. But it's but put it's, me in, coach. I'm ready to play. I mean, it's a today. song about baseball. Don't get me wrong; it's a song about baseball. And it's pretty I know. catchy, I don't, I, and they I play do it in it. the ballparks. No, it's do ca- they ever play it? Yeah, they play that fucking clap, 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 clap. clap. Yeah, it hey, was after the center field. That's the song. That's the oh, center. It's in the song. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, oh. Yeah. I. But they never played like the whole song itself, though. Well, ever, it's very right? long. But I think it's probably, if you look at like all these lists, it's like number two or three. It's in the top five of all sports like, songs. Sports? Yeah. I defend it. It's because not a lot of great like sports theme songs either, though, I don't think. No, they suck. They suck. Right. There's right. no doubt about it. You, 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 it's a slippery slope, and suddenly you're just talking about songs that have the word baseball in it. And right. it's like, that's not a baseball song. Centerfield is truly a baseball song. It's not about anything else. There's not even right. a metaphor. He's just rattling on about baseball players and it's actually pretty decent wordsmith considering that it's that it's not like he's saying like like i'm stuck in center field again like and that means like his girlfriend broke up with him no he's just like put me in coach i'm ready to play this position of this sport like this player like it's pretty right down the middle which i am appreciative of i can appreciate that now if billy joel wrote center field i fucking hate it 
So <laughs> I'm not. I'll be honest with you. Like it's not. I mean, I I'm favoring Fogarty. I it's okay. it's a it partially has to do with my love of of Fogarty. Okay. But I think it is a polarizing song. It's it's come up. It's been a three day text thread topic. I I mean I. I just—I mean, on the, on the list of Fogarty songs, it's got to be on the towards the bottom. Though, oh, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, f- for sure. And that's okay. not even including CCR. Like, I mean, I like solo Fogarty, which is why I got so so amped Defensive. up about it. Yeah, because it was just like the <laughs> the statement was this, was essentially saying solo Fogarty sucks and here and center fields why, and that's just <laughs> wrong. Yeah, that seems a little extreme. Like, just you're that's kind of a straw man theory, I think. There. Yeah, I agree. That's really jumping the gun there. That's yeah, like that's yeah. the, that's like saying like you don't like Paul McCartney because of ebony and ivory like that's right. or what wasn't it, didn't, you know right. it's like not his fault really like <laughs> it didn't help yeah I know but like you can't judge the guy's fucking body work on that piece right. of shit right exactly that's a uh, great example of an example yeah so anyway uh, you are you could it sounds like you're indifferent. Which is not t- I, I, atypical for you. I don't enjoy it when it comes on. When I hear it comes on, I would yeah. never play it. And I could yeah. honestly, Good if it point. went away, I would never think about it again. Okay. No, I'm more than Fair indifferent. I, I don't want to listen to it, but I don't. It's but as a baseball song, as a pure sports related baseball song, yeah, I sort of appreciate it in that sense. I guess you're right. I, I guess like like if you're gonna rank baseball or sports songs for that matter, that's like ranking Christmas carols, like. They suck. Like it's like yeah. this is the. I mean, they don't all suck, but like, there's definitely. I don't fucking know. Has anybody yeah, even done? Hard, has anybody like, even why, done why a sports song yeah. in the last thirty years? Like, was no. that the last I mean, one? Jock jams weren't like sports songs. They no, just, that was just Gary Glitter. Like, right? Repurposed. <laughs> right. There aren't right. songs about sports. No one's like, oh, like here's the you know Sultans of Swing or whatever. Like, there's no sports songs anymore. Right. Right. Maybe that needs to come back. Uh, no, probably not. A golf song? That could be fun. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis. That'll really top the charts. Tennis, you could do some uh, fun wordplay with the word love and ace. Mm, set. Set, yeah. <laughs> Serve. I'm going to work on that one. That could be a good one. I think there's potential there. You can have a whole new I'll be career like, And this is game set match. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. It's a country song. I decided. Like country tennis a song. Country tennis is- song. There's a there's an audience for it. <laughs> I got a new set of balls. <laughs> I wanna try them all. <laughs> and ace your love in a hole. I mean, that's right in itself. I'm gonna do it. Game set match. It's gonna Perfect. be a, it's gonna be a, the next Chris Ledoux hit. Oh uh, my God, Chris Ledoux. Yeah, that's a deep cut. I don't know. Where yeah, that, that is from. a deep cut. Uh, speaking of baseball, okay. um, it's <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Baseball's so fucked. How do they fuck up baseball more? It's great. It's uh, they great. can't not. They, they, they this is it, I think this is the, bonkers. If for those that don't know, p- pine tar or, or substances or. Foreign substance, ratio. foreign substance rule. The rule has been implemented in a, the most baseball way, like three yes. quarters of the way into the season. Just on a random day, they're like, today, in the middle of this season, now we will enforce a rule that is going to torture fans more than they were already tortured. We're going to make Seriously. the game shittier and yep. longer 
and yep. more controversial. Yeah. And, and less interesting. And alienating. It's fantastic. Uh Joe, so did you have you watched all this whole incident with, with the with the Phillies and the and the Nationals? It's dumb. So Joe Girardi goes yep. and and uh like what? Like in the fourth inning, like so, so Max Scherzer's pitching, and he's dominating the Phillies. Yeah, and he's already been checked twice by the umpires on their own, per, per the new rule in between innings. Okay. So, so, in like the second and the fourth inning, in between those innings or whatever, the umpires checked his glove and his hat and his belt and his butt crack yeah. and everything where yeah. possible. Yeah. And there was they didn't find butt it. Juice. And then because in the fifth inning, because Scherzer is a really great pitcher and probably a future Hall of Famer. And Joe Girardi's a sucky ass manager <laughs> who's living off his fucking dreams of the, being a Yankee manager, and has that's his only notoriety. Is he's and he's because tra- now he's coach. because this is exactly the rule. What they did is they made these rules, and and everybody in baseball is going to try to already abuse the, abuse it and find that's ways. That's the to fucking beauty of baseball. They're going to abuse it. They're going to yes. try to and like ice advantage. the kicker with it. Right. And so Girardi, because he sees Scherzer take his hat off and run his hands through his hair, which apparently he's never done in his entire pitching career. And because now, because he can't use any, any substance at all, he has to f- try to get a little sweat because he's sweating under his hat and nowhere else his body. He's trying to get a little moisture to kind of grip the ball better. Girardi's like, whoa, he's never done that before. He must have a foreign substance in his hair. And so he makes, he makes the umpires do it mid inning right. or mid batter which apparently i think you're not supposed you can't technically do it doesn't make any sense like why i mean it's of course it's already been abused of course a manager's already using it to fucking get i mean whether or not he truly thought there was a substance or not it's it's just he's it's just outrageous fuck, it's obvious bullshit play, because yeah because he's not he's playing he's with not his head he's just trying to get a break He's trying to use it to his advantage. And it worked because, uh, I mean, I don't know if, who won the game. I don't care. But, like, it do, like I know that Scherzer was pissed. I know that the manager was pissed. The, the umps did it. It wasn't illegal. They did it because the fucking rule wasn't thought out well enough. And what are you going to do to the manager? Kick him out? Great. Who fucking cares? Manager's useless anyway. Like, that's the penalty. Right. Like, there's nothing they can do. They, they did. Can, they did toss him, but it, I think it was more because he came out of the dugout and started challenging these, the whole Nationals team. They could have run these rules by sure staring him down as he walked off the off the off the field. Who cares? Right, but then but then all you got to protect your own pride now and the integrity of the game because someone's staring you down. So that's an unwritten rule about you have to get back in their face and challenge them man to man. So fucking stupid. It's you know so what? ridiculous. You know, like, it's you, know inherently- you know what is a rule that has always been a rule? I think for a while, at least. You can ask the umpire to check the batter for a foreign substance or the pitcher for a foreign substance. That happened to Kevin Gross in like 1987. Yeah. Like the manager could be like, hey, is that a fucking memory you know board? They, or- they did it because they know their own pitcher is using something too. Exactly. Because they were t- exactly. The other team is going to the next inning. Exactly. They didn't want it to come back on them. Rule that you can't, you're not supposed to actually check the picture for foreign substances because it's going to come back on you. Yep. And now the Phillies are the bad guys, and yep. I don't give a shit. Yeah, fine. Who cares? Because it's baseball, and no one actually is going to care or pay attention to this, just except for it's it, it just like you said, it makes the game a whole lot less enjoyable to watch. Oh, yeah. uh, but what I did like here now is because Scherzer was not the only guy who sort of made uh, this big scene about it and there's the guy i don't know it was for the white Sox or something or somebody who took his pants down 
Mm-hmm. Uh, on, he took his belt off. He like flung his belt off, threw it on the ground, and then put stripped his pants down to his ankles and was like, "Yeah, check wherever you fucking want." Did that happen to like another White Sox player way back in the day? He just forgot he was like taking his pants off. Well, I think he just forgot he was taking his pants off. Yeah, yeah. It was that Steve Psycho Lions or something? Yeah, it was. That's the guy that like slid into second and like took his whole pants off. And yeah, was like, oops, what was right. Yeah. But this is what I love about this whole thing, though, because this is the absolute nonsense of this is the pitchers are acting out in this way. And it's only going to take a few more times where a guy's going to drop his trousers or his, his underwear or something Ooh. and really create like a scene here. And it's going to kill this whole fucking thing. Hopefully Jim Palmer. Right. Can't, oh, yeah. Well, if he was doing it. Then it really the ratings would really spike. I sure but, hope it's Jim right? Palmer. So pitchers and, and good for the Prince good for the pitchers for, for being assholes or being like acting like children on this because they should because if they're going to keep constantly getting checked inning after inning multiple times a game th- this is the only way that they're going to be able to sort of control this thing yeah right? and hopefully get this whole rule just sort of like put back in its own little box here and never heard from again life is imitating art and again we point to the movie major league <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say major? Major league. I might major. be having a stroke. I'm, I'm turning into a. I'm like, that's a major league. I, I, major league. Major league. It's like majorly, but major league. Uh, I don't fucking know. Um, you know what other rule is ruining sports, Chris? Oh, I think I do. What tell is me. it? You tell me. It has something to do with basketball. Yeah, fucking this replay bullshit. I'm fucking done. Well, and I'm fouls done. in general. The last eight seconds of that game last night took 22 minutes of the Suns-Clippers game. There were like eight reviews. Like there is, they're just alienating everyone and not just the casual fan. They're, I can't watch it. Like I can't watch it. The referees don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't. They, the, 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 the coaches don't know what to review and they save they they hoard their reviews till the end yeah, of the game instead right. of using them when they like it's an, a blatant like abuse of fucking yep. the, the foul or or yep. a, a penalty it is I, I like it makes the game seem fake it doesn't there's no yeah, fluidity there's no and watching the guy look into the screen and then tell the screen like i like yeah. he's on a zoom call like it's so weird and disjointed it's like they're losing the joy. They're it's, it's losing becoming this baseball. game. Basketball's becoming baseball. They're losing this game. It's like every fucking player's flopping on the ground, and every fucking like it's well, just trying to draw these calls. These these shooting, you know, like they can jump into the player jump backwards, right? Or they can stiff arm you and not get an offensive and call. Everything is a foul. Them. You can't touch anybody. It's like I hate to sound like fucking Jeff Van Gundy, but it's like it, it's you can't touch anyone. Like like everything's a moving pick now. Or if you try to get through a pick, that's a yep. foul. Like yep. it's just, yep. I hate to sound like this, but like I am, and it's not just sour grapes because the Sixers suck, but like I can't, I can't watch it. Like it's just not fun. Like it just, it takes well, all and, and, the and, and, joy and, and the, suspense out of the game. It just turns it into a bitching match. It's just yeah. a bunch of people bitching yeah. all the fucking yeah. time. And the refs are fucking just doing a shit job and the fans are left holding the fucking pieces. And where's fucking Adam Silver? Like he's, Got every fucking. He's got every opportunity. He's got a great league right now. He's got a great product, and he's just letting it fucking fall to shit. Just get rid of replay. Get fucking rid of it. It's just done. If it's a bad call, it's a bad call. Just get fucking rid of it. It's it's stagnant. It's stodgy. It's fucking. It 
makes games that are it's like you said it's turning the NBA into fucking Major League Baseball, and I don't know anyone who likes it. I I do not know who the argument for because it affects every it affects everybody both sides both teams. Yeah, it's also right? like a way to get an extra time out. Like it's like there's right. The, it's everything is a fucking replay. Everything like just mm-hmm. everything. Uh, if it happens in the last two minutes, it's just replayed. So and, there's and, and plus the, the other thing I don't like about it is that the players always think they're like, oh, you got to replay, replay because they didn't touch it. I didn't touch him. I didn't touch the ball or whatever. And they always fucking do. Out, they're wrong. Yeah. They it's like do. yeah, you don't you don't now realize they, they might not have fouled in what was once the NBA. Like that right. might not, they might have played AAU college whatever that wasn't a foul. And so they're used to that not being a foul. But if you fucking super slow motion everything, it's rarely a clean foul. block. It's it's it, everything. And that's the fucked up part of the NBA right. is that they fucking grade and blurred all these lines so that everything can be called one way or the other. Then you've got Gino Arletti or whoever the fuck in the fucking stands being like, <laughs> I'm wearing a mask for no reason. Here's what I think about what <laughs> happened. See these people behind me? They're looking at stuff. I don't know what they're looking at stuff for, though, because the refs are just put their headphones on. Anyway, it wasn't a foul because that's what we decided, the NBA. Like, it's just, it's a, it's just a perpetuation of being lied to. It's, it's well, when, when, everything's it, it, interpreted one. It can be interpreted both exactly. ways. Right. Exactly. And all it's, it does it's, is fucking slow the goddamn game down. The game was already to too slow with too many timeouts. Now it's fucking, and with, and like fouls and, and also this like, this like they're calling fouls that there's no more continuation. Everything's on the floor if they want it to be. Like the ref can decide if that's a continuation or on the floor. And yeah. it's like there's no set rule. It used to just seem like it was more black and white. Like if you fouled while the person had picked up the ball mm-hmm. on his way to the hole, that was a continuation. Now even that's on the floor. Even if it did pick up the ball, it was like they would give him like a step or so. Yeah into the shot it's weird it's like yeah. i don't even know what the fuck i'm looking at anymore and i've been watching this sport for fucking 40 years yeah, like it's it's, it's unrecognizable and the fucked the fucked up thing is is that you've got maybe one of the most enjoyable playoffs ever you got four teams one mm-hmm. of which is the only thing only one has won the championship ever mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. back when fucking luau cinder was alive back when hubie brown was only 30 77 and, uh, 70, 76 77 i think yeah that's the last that's the last time yeah. that we've had like any of these teams that you've got Awesome young players. You've got, you've got Aiden and Trey, who were from the same draft, also better than Luca. You've got like all of these cool storylines, and yet it's the fucking league can't get out of its own goddamn way. And I don't think you can fucking change it back. It's worse than fucking soccer. It's worse, like the flopping, yeah, fucking it's bitching. It. It's it's like and now the replays. It's like goddamn, like they're like. I, yeah, you got to get rid of the replays. I, it just go go get rid of all replays. You can't you can't have this thing, especially at the end of games only. Yeah, bullshit, and then if they know? fucking if someone jumps into someone, you call it. That's your that's your that's your right as a referee. Right. Call right. it or because if it's gonna be if it's gonna be that way where it, it's subjective across the board on on pretty much anything, would it would constitute a foul or not in the eyes of that ref and the player that he's calling it for? Then you can't you can't review. You can't, that, 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 can, that can't be reviewable. The refs are just going to rely, they're going to call a foul and rely on the fucking 
instant replay to tell them otherwise the way that they do in the NFL. And it's bad. It's bad for them. And they're never going to, they're never going to overrule themselves because they're not going to call they, they're not going to admit that they made mistakes. Most no, of the well, time. they're also terrible. The fucking they're terrible. It's just, horribly officiated. It's just play. It's piss poor. It's, it's been both ways. Almost every game for both teams. Yeah. I've honestly like, well, I wish I could say that, that from Sixers like first Hawks, half, second half. I wish I could say that Sixers Hawks series was officiated poorly against the Sixers. Because it was, but it was also officiated poorly against the fucking Hawks. Yeah, we can't take that away from the Hawks. Fuck the 76ers. Don't get me yep. started. I couldn't even watch those last two games. I knew it was over. They were brutal. They were brutal. I knew it was over. I just fucking turned it off. I said, I'm going to enjoy time with my wife. I'm not going to let this fucking get me down. Mm-hmm. I record the games, and if the outcome was favorable, I would go back and watch it. Yep. It's the only way I could watch that shit. It was too... That's- that's why I wasn't really texting with you and stuff too, because I it well, was because you're was a terrible. fucking real goddamn friend. Because I have two real friends in the world. Their names <laughs> are fucking R.J. Weaver and Chris Merseth, because they're the only motherfuckers that weren't fucking trolling me. Like, like I don't go out there fucking shit talking the Sixers. Like, I'm not. I've never been in your face, Sixers. Also, as a Sixers fan, if you know fucking anything about basketball, I've been through the depths of fucking hell. We invented tanking. The thing's a process. So get out of my fucking face, Ryan Rinaldi, fucking Tim Martell, Eric Alvarez, fucking, and the, the list goes on and on of motherfuckers that were fucking coming at me, trolling me during these fucking games. Fuck you. I don't fucking come after your fucking garbage-ass teams. The Knicks fans especially, that fucking blows me away. These Knicks fans who should have been fucking rooting for the Sixers to beat Trey Young were like coming at me like I've ever fucking shitted on the Knicks ever. Like, all I do is support that garbage fucking team. Like, fuck the trolls. Like, I'm not on Twitter. Like, coming at me on my fucking, on my own personal phone, I don't do that shit. I don't fucking, like, fuck off. Fuck right off. Fuck, oh, I'm not trolling. I'm like, yarn. You're not the fuck out of here. Fucking <laughs> all of them. But you didn't. And RJ didn't. And, th- and it's also it's a, you can't talk about it because it's, it's, it's both sides of the game, right? On both teams. Like it's like for me to be like, oh, the, the Sixers are getting screwed here. It's like, no, because I, I would have to I would have to keep texting how badly the Hawks were getting screwed as well on, on a lot of things. I know it's a weird. It's, an, it's crazy. It's a weird conundrum. I like happen. And that's just not the, and not just that series. It's been every single series, too. I've been watching and I have rooting interest sometimes in one team over the other. And, that fucking and, that Nets, that last Nets fucking Milwaukee game was that overtime was pure shit. Like it was one of the shittiest overtimes and everyone's like, it's a classic. It was horrible. It was fucking horrible. Horrible. Like I, I hate to be the fucking basketball naysayer, but I'm left talking to my therapist about this shit. Like that's fucking (laughs) crazy. I'm literally talking about the 76ers to my therapist and about like how conflicted I am about whether or not I like, like basketball anymore. Like how fucked is that? That's crazy. Analyze That's, this, I, motherfucker. But it's not surprising. It's not surprising. I know. I will say, just to sort of take it all back to the beginning, I will say at least that the NBA is at least talking about changing the shooting foul rules. About jumping into players or landing on all that kind of stuff. At least they're going to talk about it, and I hope it's not just empty rhetoric, and they're actually going to make those changes and rules, because that stuff is still absolutely crap. Well, this is why we need fucking the Morrises, and this is why we need Boogie Cousins, and this is why we need... There's this... There, like. I jump jump fucking back into fucking Boogie Cousins and see what he does. He'll just <laughs> run forward. Run right into you. 
Ben Simmons is soft. He'll fucking just try to dance around it or whatever. Look stupid. But like, all you have to do is fucking run right up. All you have to do is stop Trey Young is put him on his ass once. Take the fucking flagrant one. Yeah. Take the flagrant two. Put fucking put Alvin Gentry in the goddamn game or whatever that old ass motherfucker. Put in Mike Scott. Put in somebody that's like, you know what? You're gonna get a fucking. You're gonna get a flagrant two. We're gonna pay your fucking penalty. But put that motherfucker on his ass. Like, how fucking hard is that? How well, fucking hard that, is that? That's the other thing. I, Everyone's I, like, I, Pat Beverly's the fucking, or what, like, like, these people are the fucking most dirty players in the league. Fuck that. I'm almost rooting for the fucking Clippers because they're the only ones that fucking, like, like, put their fucking chest out and do anything about anything. Well, and you don't have to be dirty to sort of just be, a, you could be a little, you, you have to be, let him be a little physical. If you're without, running like, behind a fucking player and he pumps the, he fucking pumps the, like, that's like cutting someone off and slamming on the fucking brakes. You just drive through that motherfucker. Like, don't fucking... Ugh. Like, that and then, fucking... And then, and, then, and then, wait, you know, it's a foul. It could still be a foul. They don't have to call these ticky-tack fouls, though. That's my problem, is that you could still... You could still... Like, a foul is a foul. It's pretty obvious, and especially when it's a hard foul, and it doesn't need to be... You know, if, if, they're, if they take it too far, then give them... You're right. Give them a technical. Throw them out of the game. Eject them. Fine. But you, it doesn't have to be this soft. It's just dumb. And the other right? thing there's is, a, is like a, the there's refs There's an in-between between the 90s version of like this, of oh, that, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not basketball. Asking, I'm not asking for that. I'm not asking right. for that. Right. But I'm there's also like, we, we got rid of hand checks so that we could have this right. shit? Right, right. Like you can't put a hand on a dude? Yeah. That's crazy. But you put your forearm on him. Can and you yet, though? Trey Young could like, literally he pushed off of the, the Sixers guy and drove to the basket and then got a foul called on him. And it was like, that was an offensive, that was a total offensive There's foul. There's also, it's not up to you to fucking determine intent. These fucking right. flagrant ones and flagrant twos. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's not up to you. It's a foul right. or not. Like, that's right. A, like, right. it's just stupid. Like the, if, if you jump into him or if you hack him on the arm, it's a foul. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. If you rub your chest against him, yeah. it's not a foul. Yeah. I mean, every time a center or anybody posting well, up you cannot turns body to face the, bo- the basket and puts a, his arms up, every time that's going to be a foul. Every time he's trying to create space. That's the fucking name of the game. It's just, I don't, I mean, I hate, it's, we're just sound like a bunch of fucking old timers sitting here like rattling about it's the not, glory days. We're not though. I, Cause we're not like, we're not going hey, back in my day. Cause I don't want to go back to the 80s. No, 90s me neither. Version. I, I, I neither. don't want, I don't want 80 point games. Like I, right. I don't like no, I, either. As much as I like defense, I don't want to go back to that either. I and don't I do, want that. And I don't want people to get hurt. Like, I hated seeing fucking Devin Booker get hurt last night, but that was his own goddamn fault. He fucking clunked his ass head right into that dude's face. Like, sometimes that shit happens. I, right. I just, it, like, these players just can't play, and they're all they're doing is trying to game the system. Yes, like they're just exactly. And the system sucks, so it's going to, it it's gameable. That's, a, it's, that's ruining basketball, because that's not basketball then. That's just, that's just, Gaming is that's a great way to say it. gaming the system. Um, it's a, whatever we can fucking talk about this till we're blue in the face. It's not going to change anything. We the fact of the fact of the we, matter is, is we got four teams left in the fucking NBA playoffs. You got your Milwaukee Bucks, you got your Hawks, you got your Clippers, and you got your Suns. That series is already two nothing. I will say this, Chris. We're rooting for the Suns here at this point, right? Because they're the best, funnest team I think left. Yeah, they're oh for sure. They're, I mean, we're not rooting for the Hawks, obviously. Uh, we're not rooting for the Clippers. I mean, like, I'm rooting for make, the Hawks over the Bucks. I don't. Are you? Yeah, fuck that. I, I mean, if the if the Hawks hadn't run into the Sixers, I love Nate McMillan. I Trey can go fuck himself, but like John Collins, like the like those like I love Cam Reddish. I know he's not playing in the series. Like there are players on that team that I think like I've got a lot of good players. Yeah, you're and, right. And who am I supposed to root for besides like Drew Holiday? Like 
Although red velvet, Chris, you're for red velvet. Chris Middleton is fuck red velvet. Uh, that guy. <laughs> Although whatever, gingers are gingers. My son's probably ginger, so yeah, I gotta get into you, it. Yeah, this is this might be the guy who you point to. Be like, heard, hey, you could be like yeah, this you guy. Could you know, just be like the fucking worst human on earth, Kevin Herder. Uh, <laughs> please, hammer, don't hurt her. Bogdanovich, uh, I like Bogdanovich. Ooh, uh, he's a, a cunt like too, but like, but and I'm kind of feeling Chris Middleton. I kind There's of feel good, like they Chris got a lot Middleton. of good players on it. I might have done a total about face on Chris Middleton. I liked the way he he kept the Bucks into the in that series. Uh, I know I've already said this once, but he's it was but before it was there were more coaches still in the playoffs. Uh, there are four coaches left in the NBA playoffs, and three of them are black. That's three out of the fucking five in the NBA. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a good chance both the coaches in the finals will be black, and you're telling Wait, me for that alone, that for that reason alone, I will I will root for Atlanta. Then, I mean, it's it's yeah, I, I love Nate McMillan too. He's I mean, he's my dude from back in the Sonics. Of man. course, I, no you one have to love never him. loved Nate McMillan. Yeah, you can't as a coach. I've, I've, I haven't been that high of him since he was like with Portland or something, or the Sonics for he's, that matter. He's actually, pretty funny on his in his in his uh when they mic him up, he's just like, Trey, you got to score more. <laughs> That's all he's got. <laughs> he's, like, he's not an offensive coach. I'll tell you that. That's so funny. He's like, listen, do we need like 35 more out of you or else we're going to lose? What do you got? He's I like, give okay. him props. I will give him props that he has sort of been like, listen, you guys just play your offensive game here. I will let you do your thing. Cause he normally he, he screws up an offensive t- a team on offensively and stuff. And he, he has done, I don't know. He's learned his lesson maybe. And he's gone for big offense and fast pace and, and sort of more modern approach to the offense. And that's incredible to see. Yeah, he's letting shooter shoot. He's letting shooters shoot. He's not bogging them down and with too much like passing and motion and all yeah, this crap. It's fun. It's been great. But he has instilled a defensive mindset into that team too, which is very impressive from from the from all the starters down to the bench guys. Like they they are playing really they don't get enough credit for the defense that they played against the Sixers. I, I agree. I mean, they beat the Sixers. They whooped their asses. There's they no whooped. I I can at least say that like I mean, it was a typical Sixers collapse, but it was and I and it hurt me. I'm glad it's over. Like I am every year after the like I can just watch basketball now if I want to. Uh, Monty Williams. Oh, I th- I agree by the with way, you. by the way, yeah. everyone's on this got to trade Bill uh, Bill Simmons, Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons thing now. All of a sudden, I know they're on your jock. I disagree. I'm not. Oh, I, I don't no, play. I'm not, you gotta I don't get play. rid of him. You I'm gotta. Sorry, get rid of him. Listen, man. there's maybe there's a chance this is a wake up call for him, and and he changes his game. Do you and he think works so? Really hard Do you think so? Cause no, no, because Ben Simmons is a fucking. He doesn't work hard. He's not gonna put in the work in the offseason. He's off been told he's he shit his fuck. whole goddamn life. He's not gonna change now. Give me a fucking goddamn break. Also, I also think he wants off this team, and I think he sort of mailed it in in this playoffs because he was like, "Fuck them. They were trying to trade me for Harden during the season. I'm done I, here. I, mean, I don't I, fuck. Maybe I don't know. I they're gonna. They won't let him go. It's like they. He's worthless now. No, he's he. I don't think so. He would. You wouldn't even get a first round pick for his ass. I don't oh, think. I, oh, please. Oh, no, no. People, this guy. He's still. He's twenty five. He's extremely talented. He's got a lot of potential, and that is going to sell a lot of teams. Like think of Orlando or Sacramento, or you know, teams like always. They always do this, right? They they always convince themselves that he they'll get him to play. Let's trade Darren Fox for Ben Simmons straight up. I'll do that trade. Uh, I actually looked into it. You would actually, here's, here's my scenario for that. Actually, just, just cause you, you have to take buddy healed, which I actually would take gladly. Cause he's a, he's a really good shooter. Yeah. Fucking. So I put him on the six. would be incredible. And then send you could to- even probably send Toby. You could probably, 
I'll take Buddy uh, over Toby yeah, anyway. Probably either get Halliburton or Darren Fox with like a multiple of other stuff, you know, going back and forth there. I think you could talk Sacramento into something like that. I want Darren Fox. I'll take fucking Buddy Hield's garbage contract. You can have fucking Simmons uh, and Toby Harris. Straight up. <laughs> just like that. No picks. Just fucking eye for an eye. I'll do it right now, tomorrow. <laughs> The other one I'm debating about is like if you could do Orlando for like Gary Harris and like do you bring, do you bring we, Fultz back or do you we, go for like a Terrence I Ross? I thought about that. I was like, why not bring Fultz back? I was thinking about that today. I was like, why don't we bring Fultz back? Like that could be a, and you know what? Fucking let's bring Brett Brown after that back too. <laughs> why not? Monty Williams last night said that Brett Brown was the person who taught him that alley-oop play that won the game. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Let's bring him back. Fucking Brett Brown. Brett Big. Bring back TJ McConnell too. Fucking why not? <laughs> Be nice to have a point guard. No, I mean it's it's maybe uh, get rid of Doc and bring and uh, elevate Sam Cassell because I mean they I had was, the guy. I was watching Cassell a lot on the sidelines and he honestly I was like that guy looks like he's ready to come. Doc won't listen to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Doc That's won't the listen to. He always brushes his ass off and then goes and sits down. Doc Sam won't was like working out what he should be doing. Yeah, and he wasn't. I don't think he was listening. He, I'm like Sam's trying to get, get fucking. Sam's trying to get fucking Dwight out of the game and put fucking Simmons in the five. Go small, which which they what they did once and it fucking worked in the entire playoffs. They did it against the Warriors. Fucking Dwight Howard had no business being in that fucking game in any of those games. Why not just go small? The fucking yeah. it's not like the, it's not like the Hawks had anybody to go big with, like he, just put Simmons at the five, get him out of the fucking. He shouldn't be in the dunker spot if he's not going to dunk. Motherfucker was passing up open layups. Like, mm-hmm. like if you got to keep Simmons in the game for like because he's an all star, then put him at the five and fucking yeah. and have Maxi bring the ball up. Like, Honestly, but they, I I think that was the point. Like you put him at the five in in that dunker spot down low. He's not. He's still not going to like take the shot or dunk or anything like he got one that alley thing he was stopped, like it uh, was weird for a de- the whole out like he whatever. has no position on the court right now on this team i think you can you can make him other teams he's he's still got too much talent the other teams will talk themselves into a trade for this guy like um, there there are definitely teams that will be like yes we will take ben simmons i guarantee you uh i yeah i'm they will make they should be able to make a really good decent trade here you, you might have to swap one kind of weird contract for another, but it's like guys like Buddy Heald and stuff like that. You can find trade partners easily. I I would love that. I don't even need Halliburton. I would. I mean, it, although it would be nice, but like the problem is you need a little more just to make salaries to, match. They're gonna have to give up. They're gonna have to give up Max here or give up Matisse, and that breaks my heart. But whatever. That's right. that's just what that's what it is. Uh, it's a fucking disappointing season. That seems exactly like. The last season, but whatever. <laughs> Fucking uh. Um. All right, so we've got ten minutes left, which feels like a perfect amount of time to talk about the NHL and or the Olympics. Uh, Chris, here, here's here's here's, here, here's thirty seconds of the Olympics. If if you're not watching the Olympics, you, Google a lot of these athletes. There's Shikari Richardson, who's this women sprinter. Who's got this Flojo style and flair to her? Yeah, she pointed at the score at the score table. I saw she pointed score. She's got this, she's got this orange reddish hair that looks like it's on flames coming out of the back of her head when she's running because she's fast as shit. Yeah. She's about to break the world record here, I think, in the Olympics because she's getting really close to it. And she hasn't had seen someone like this since like Flojo back in the eighties. Is she wearing a one legged tracksuit? If so, I think she is. Too. Yeah. No, no, she's not. I think she is. Oh man, uh, 
Remember Florence, like the two, there were th- there was uh, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, right, and Flojo. Oh man, that was Incredible. fucking exciting. That was, that was exciting. exciting. And I think she, this woman, Shakari Richardson, she's bringing that kind of that style, that flair, that excitement back to like women's track. I think it's going to be incredible. She's fun to watch. There's also another one. Vashti Cunningham is the best women's high jumper for the United States. She's, she's incredible. She's going to the Olympics. She also happens to be the daughter of Randall Cunningham. Oh, really? Yeah. That's Which cool. I thought was cool. That's very cool. All right. I'll be looking. So there's a ton that. of other people that are like, there's a whole bunch of young, like swimmers and stuff that are coming up. Yeah, They're going to Olympics. I can't watch. I think it's going to be an exciting year. I can't watch swimming. It sucks. I, I am excited that the NBA, like NBA players are committing. Like good ones to to yep. play. Yep. I think it's going to be a fun, like it's exciting. Women's soccer as well, you know, I stuff mean, like women's that. Soccer is always great in the Olympics, but yeah, yep. I, I mean, summer. Uh, maybe this is the year I get into it. I'm not watching. I, like Krista makes me watch gymnastics. It stresses me out so much. It's like I mean, just for no, just nothing else. Just watch Simone Biles because she's fucking incredible. Yeah, she's, she's like the greatest. Like, she might just be the best of athlete time. of all time. Yeah. So. If her alone, just watch her. All you need to do is watch Simone Biles because she's she's awesome to watch. I know she did some shit on the on the like the vault that I think only a man had done recently. Yeah, or no one's done ever or something. Yeah, it's incredible. No, a man. Men have done everything, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I won't watch men gymnastics thank, either, thank, man. Thank God for Arnold Schwarzenegger because otherwise <laughs> women would have this childbirth thing. But like he did that. Uh, men's gymnastics sucks. They look weird. Their yeah. arms are fucked up. They're midgets. Yeah. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't get nope. into it. Yeah. No one cares about it. I'm it's, all in. On, I'm all in female Olympians this year for some reason because they seem like there's a whole bunch of the swimmers and all these people, Katie Ledecky, and all these other ones that are, seems to come up and with basketball, the women's basketball. You don't have to tell me talk. twice about handball. Those whew, those handball players are. Rawr. That's my, that's my secret favorite <laughs> Olympic sport. I could watch that handball shit all day long. Ooh, and Ooh, volleyball? Know that. Volleyball. Not to sexualize a sport, but I will. And it's volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so many tall women, six foot, over six foot women uh, in one place before. That's why I like watching the women's volleyball. You like tall ladies? I, yeah. I guess you're right. Your wife's pretty tall. <laughs> What four four eleven? Tower four left three quarters. <laughs> she's like five plus if she's wearing heels. It's she's tall. Yeah. Um Listen, Chris, we don't talk about hockey or NHL. Yeah, hardly ever. Let's but do it this year now because there's the final. They have the final four now too. Basically, yeah. I'm rooting for the Montreal Canadiens to win the Stanley Cup. Why? Aren't they the so, evil? Aren't they the evil team? Aren't they, I mean, so they 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 have won. I think twenty four Stanley Cups in their history. Yeah, but they haven't won since nineteen ninety the ninety two ninety three season. I think. Okay. And it feels like they've kind of fallen behind, and you know, in like the last thirty years, they've struggled a lot more often than not and stuff. But if nothing else, that year, the last time they won it was the last time a Canadian team has lifted the Stanley Cup trophy as well. Wow. Yeah, Canada needs a fucking. Run. These fucking teams, I've said this before, but like Plus it's Tampa Bay, Phoenix, Bay. And Tampa Bay, and fucking Carolina. Like, I hate these non hockey town hockey yeah. teams. Yeah. Vegas, you're right there too. If it's not the Islanders, I want it to be the Canadians as well. I agree. I agree. Uh, I'm, but I'm always going to root for the Islanders because they're just. Uh, I'm going to root for the Islanders as well. They're cool. 
But if it's Islanders, Canadians, great. But come on, don't lose eight nothing Islanders. <laughs> that's not good Jesus. luck. That's not good luck. I hope it's can, the Canadians too. I'm going to join you on that because that feels yeah. right. I want a Canadians Islanders, although I don't think it's going to be the Islanders. That's what it, that's the matchup I want. I would it's watch that series. Tampa Bay, like God, Ugh, what is, Jesus. How many times are we going? Lightning. Are they the, the ones? That th- are they the ones that like throw something on the field or the ice? <laughs> Or they do wear squids on their head. They do something stupid in Tampa Bay. They're like maniacs. <laughs> Isn't that all hockey teams? They're fans. They throw squids on the ice. I know, but they do something. They do something weird. I can't remember. Also, like, does Tampa Bay get to have two championships this year? Tampa Bay. Oh God. Oh no. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Uh, Give me a fucking break. We can't let that happen. We cannot let that happen. All right, Chris. Well, okay. I feel like. That's pretty much a good a, a good a stopping point as any. Wait, can we gamble on any games? Oh any shit, games yeah, we got five minutes. Let's gamble on games. Uh, I don't even have that shit pulled up. Well, uh, I got it right here. But I could. Okay, you could tell me. But I'll tell Today. you. Do you want to know oh. a crazy fucking bet I placed? Ooh, yeah. So I have a friend, Matt Rafer Austin, who we always put a few. We do futures bets together. Like we won on Kobe last. We've done a million right. times. I've talked That's about right. him yep. a million times. Yep. He he just out of nowhere thirty dollars pops up in my Venmo. And he says, he writes me, and he texts me, I just out of the blue, and he said, my wife owed me, owed me 30 bucks for dinner, so I just put it directly into your account. He said, put it on something, don't tell me what it is, unless it wins. And so, I was like, well, 30 bucks, so I, put, I doubled it to 60, so we could go in on it together. But I just couldn't find any, like, it's too late in the, in the thing to, like, find a good futures bet. So... Mm-hmm. When I saw the writing on the wall that the Sixers were going to lose, this was like before game seven, I put, <laughs> I just scared this fucking bet. I put <laughs> six, Hawks were, Hawks were plus 900 to win the conference. Okay. At that point, they were the third team on, left in the, in the series because mm-hmm. Milwaukee had already won. But I parlayed it with my infamous uh, un, my <laughs> under one score uh, in a, in a, Yankees Tampa Bay game or some bullshit. I was just like, well, these seem like teams that won't score in the first inning. It hit. <laughs> I, it's plus one nine. It's plus nineteen hundred eighty eighty five. So wow, the sixty dollars pays like fifteen hundred dollars. That's the, why you're rooting for the Hawks. If the Hawks win, <laughs> now I probably just jinxed it. But I'm like, holy fuck, dude! It's crazy. Like, and he has no idea. He has no idea what I put it on, but if That's I great. fucking if the Hawks beat the Ma- beat Milwaukee and I just drop a cool seven fifty, oh, you're definitely fucking, gonna have a stroke. Then he's gonna shit his pants. He's gonna be yeah. so happy. He's gonna be like, yeah. "I'm thirty dollars turned into seven hundred fifty dollars." He'll lose his mind. So I'm really hoping because I just want that. I want like I mean I'd love to have the money too, but I like I want that joy to just be like, "There it is, seven fifty. Thanks for playing, yeah. Matt." Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's he has no idea, but he doesn't listen to this shit anyway. So it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Fine. Let's pick a couple games and let's fucking gamble on it and win. All right. There's only one tonight, do. Wednesday night at uh, 8:30 p.m. game. Hawks Atlanta. The game one of that series. Hawks are the uh, road dog, getting eight and a half points. Wow, that's a lot. It is a lot. I'm not sure that that seems like way too much. It feels like a lot. It feels like a lot. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, like this is gonna be a close defensive. Potentially low-scoring series. Oh, what's the under? Uh, for the game, over-under is 226. Oh, let's hit that. Yeah, that feels uh, 226, man. That's Yeah, you got to get I over. I don't think they even broke 200 the last two games they played against the Sixers. 
Yeah. Yeah, and the Bucks too. That in the Nets, they like those weren't very high scoring games. No, and they were scoring teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, money line is Hawks plus two eighty. I'm just gonna go. I, with I don't the know under. if they win this Let's game. Just maybe the under. Yeah, I like the under a lot. I do like the eight and a half though. I I'm not scared of that necessarily. Well, either, if like, would let you like bet on, if DraftKings would let you bet on both, I would do both. But so if you're using FanDuel, I would say hit the point. Uh, take the points and take the under. Yeah. Uh, not a sexy bet, but I'm logging in so I can bet that right now. Uh, the other game, the the Phoenix uh, Clippers game is that's tomorrow a night. Money line it's game three. It it's only long. plus one Phoenix on the road. Just, but I don't. That's a Clippers money line. There, there's no way Clippers lose that game. It's just not gonna happen. Probably not. Oh, there, Chris Paul back no, There's no um, way the NBA can can handle a fuck. It doesn't matter. Fucking campaign, which is literally the coolest name ever born. <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. How are you gonna be named campaign? That's the coolest fucking name. Like of na- of 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 your government, that's the best government name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Do you know a better one? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't. No, no. So campaign I'll, I'll is the best. This is the best fucking name. Fucking, you don't need Chris Paul. Get campaign. They haven't listen. They haven't needed Chris Paul yet, and they've still won two games. So if Chris Paul does come back in Game Three, I, listen. This this might be a sweep because the Suns are the fucking incredible. It can't be. Well, Paul George, hey, nice free throws. Uh, it can't be because if this game, if this is a sweep, then then what? Then we're gonna watch seven like Hawks yeah. Bucks games. Like, it, I, yeah, it's, basically, it feels yeah. that would feel pretty ugly. I feel like they're gonna. So I, the Clippers can't. I, I, like, they're lucky if this goes six games. Oh, for sure. I, they're not gonna right? win the like, series. I hope. Maybe they win one. I uh, a little yeah, taste on the Suns back in February. Twenty five dollars pays five hundred, motherfucker. Oh. Uh, I'm a futures king, by the way. Yeah, you are futures king. I'm a futures king. I could see into the very distant future. I cannot <laughs> see what's right in front of me, but I feel the under. Let's do it. Uh, winner, so the winner, the NBA winners right now, the, the bets, Bucks are still the favorites at plus 105, but the the Suns are plus 120. For futures? Yeah, to, to win the chip. Yeah, Hawks are going to win the championship. It's, I mean, Suns feel like the smart bet. Yeah. Or Clippers, I, the, for that matter. Mm, I think the Suns, I mean, I, the Suns, I, I think, I think you, you put plus all Plus 110, in that's fucking not even worth it. 120. I got 110. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really worth it, but you know, it's still uh, you know, throw a little bit on there if you want to. I mean, I mean the Clippers, the Hawks, I just don't I can't see it. Maybe the Hawks pull this whole thing off cuz there's they're that good and we just keep downplaying them a little bit here. I would but they're tied with the Clippers, I they're think. They're not going to win the championship. That's crazy talk. Like it's just, I, I, at some point I I can't I can't imagine that this team is going to keep shooting like they have been for this for for you know, all their players are going to shoot this incredibly. I'm not buying it. I agree. But I'm maybe not I'm buying it either. Okay, that's it. Suns championship. It's Suns over. win it Let all. That's it. Yep. All right, Chris. Uh, tell your mom to staff your goddamn collarbone. Seriously, I'm I'm not sitting down near her at all while she's here. Yeah, so be careful. Yeah. Her John's there. Maybe, too. maybe I'll just step on her. Pay no, time. her John's there. He'll take care of you. <laughs> Don't do that. All right, peace out. <laughs> Bye.